0: So, welcome to the John O. Staunton podcast. <laughs> welcome to the John O. Staunton show. Where talk, I talk about Australia, Talk about Australia. <laughs> welcome to Stunt Talk. Stunt Talk. Okay. Jonathan Stunt Talk. <laughs> right. <laughs> welcome.
1: welcome. Welcome.
2: No, hold on, wait. Oh, oh, you wait. went the same Sorry. note
3: You did the same. No. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I'm trying to go. Don't think about it, Justin. Go. Welcome. Welcome. Welcome.
0: I can do that so much uh, better. uh, I'm so uh, disappointed. That was all right. No, it's dreadful. Let's go again one more time. Welcome. Okay, Okay. ready? Sorry. Welcome. 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 Uh, so fucking shit. (laughs) (laughs) All right, look. One more time. Welcome. 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 (laughs) (laughs) That'll do. (laughs) Welcome back. Welcome to on repeat. On repeat. (laughs) I think Jamie's taking my, my... it, note. my note why Can don't I'm you not swap not taking your note no but that's, not, oh, okay. that's where but I'd you, you go, go to your one then okay right, one right. more time One oh, more okay all right welcome, welcome,
1: okay. welcome. welcome, welcome, welcome. to Ombra that Pete was much that was better. so yeah. good that was so talking. good <laughs> all right so you one more time keep talking five. over to one more time ready Right. are we ready are we sure yeah, we're keeping this in anyway welcome Welcome. to Ombra Pete
2: yeah boy yeah boy
1: Yes. Episode nine. Yes, still a bit, bro. I'm a fan.
0: Yes. So, oh, so good. What I'm going to do this week is I'm going to practice that because I'm still a, a bit flat. Okay. No, it was fine. It was, oh, really, it was it really nice really, in really my ears. Nice.
2: Nice. Yeah. It
0: was an evening I shared with the sun. <laughs>
2: <laughs> there he is. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I just wanted Sorry, to get in into that. Right. So, for this, thank you. Hello, everybody. Yes, hi, hi, Justin. <laughs> thank thank you. You. Start <laughs> me. Sorry. <laughs> start from there, Jamie. Right. Um, welcome to um, episode nine. Of on repeat, um, we are going to be discussing the post-grunge movement.
1: <laughs> dun, dun, dun. Sounds really
2: intense. is hor- well, far a few things. It's horrific, but let's yeah. we, we can um, we can yeah, we can, we can delve in there. Thank you very much for listening. Uh, yeah, check us out on. Um, on Spotify and, and Apple um, iPad. I, well, I fucking always Apple like shit. Apple.
3: Check, <laughs> check, oh, check me out on my Apple iPad. Apple Podcasts. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
2: thank you, Apple Podcasts. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and at Repeat UK on Instagram. Can I just say as well, mm-hmm. did yeah. we mention we got in the charts in Australia? We oh, didn't. yeah. No, we didn't, did we? Thank
0: you, John Staunton. Yep, it's my it dad. Jonathan's dad for getting us in the charts. I got in a lot of trouble over this podcast. Why? Yeah. Well, because... Accordingly, I dissed my my parents with their musical taste and music. Oh, musical you, taste but and you music. did though. I did diss them, and I Auntie I, Laurie and Uncle John. He did diss I you. Do, I do regret that. Was that the Michael
1: Bolton? Well,
0: okay. So simply red and stuff. Well, it was more El Devo. Uh, but then again, I think everyone's entitled to listen to some shit. Yeah. But then they also listen to some good stuff. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. okay so so why don't you mention what they listen to that's good, and then we can put us um, to the bed. Rod Stewart. All I can
2: say is. <laughs> <okay>. <laughs> next <laughs> all I can say Seal
1: is oh Seal Seal's, Seal's got it's a lovely voice Rosa, all I can say is,
2: is yeah. Laurie John he did it he just talked us into it and he told us off yep. he said you had shit music we think you've got great music yeah we love your music we do yeah, yeah. that's all
0: I listen raise to me all <laughs> all. is that a little <laughs> so yeah so they're all so, stand stand so basically they do songs raise that. Me <laughs> yeah <laughs> that's essentially what it is so they do no, I like it. operatic style songs that sounded better originally Anyway, <laughs> and they were the um, first post-punk uh, band. So yes.
1: we're going to discuss. Do your parents and maybe you, because I think this artist is Australian, John
0: Farnham, The Voice. Yeah, yeah, I like him. Yeah, I'm the voice trying understand. I don't know the really yeah, <laughs> that's
2: good. I like yeah.
0: it. Yeah. Anyway, oh, I mean, okay. obviously, and Savage Garden are amazing. Yeah, yeah. oh
1: yeah, they're is from it, Brisbane, is right? Is they it
2: are El or Ill
0: Okay, fine. Il Divo. It's Italian. Yeah. L, L, would be, L would be Spanish, wouldn't it? Mexico. You're saying L though. I thought they, Amo- they're, they're Spanish. That. I thought it's the Mexican version. Il Divo. Il Divo. It's not El Divo. <laughs> oh, it's Il Divo. Oh, right. Well, okay. Google. Let's, let's Google. Let's, it. let's is it this. It's a great start. No, I'm, I'm, I'm sure. I'm sure I'm wrong. And <laughs> no, that's no, fine. I, I'm I would, pretty I sure wonder. it's I Il as in Il as in Italian Il. Yeah, but uh, I pronounce I's like E's. So. Okay. Sorry. What is? <laughs> no. What does Il? What does that mean in? Sorry. The, so divas.
1: I'm, I'm the, divas. Okay. the
0: Divas I've got a fucking clue The Divas The Il Divo In Italian but Anyway Alright Show me Post Grunge
2: Let's cut all of that out It's all good No it's so, great Public yeah, apology yeah, like to
0: Jono's parents Yeah we're sorry <laughs> From No we're not sorry Jono's sorry. Oh, John <laughs> John sorry I'm sorry. <laughs> sorry I'm not sorry <laughs> Sorry for disrespecting my parents no, It's not cool man I'm going to bed <laughs> <laughs> I will say though I've met them once And they're lovely people well, they are. well I wasn't saying they weren't lovely people I was just <laughs> saying they got shit tasting in music
3: <laughs>
1: This <laughs> is turning <I> <laughs> it
0: even worse but <laughs> to more than you wanted it yeah. to be I think my mum's got better taste in music than my father Okay, okay. Oh for goodness sake John I just I'm feeling the game shipping aren't I oh, just oh, put yeah. it to mm. bed <laughs> Anyway sorry <laughs> Big up the Staunton's. Big up yeah, the Staunton's. Yeah, yeah, we yeah, love you
2: all Live episode coming to Australia soon Hopefully yeah Post grunge do want to kick off then not me this crunch. time. Not really, no.
0: Oh, I feel like I need, to, I need to grow through someone else starting. <laughs> <laughs>
1: I'll start. It's so beautiful. Because yeah, I want to get mine out of the way, because some um, of them are a bit like... Yours are going to be... Yeah, they're going to be <laughs> obvious, but obvious, yeah. uh, it's just Go a bit... On. Oh, it scares yeah, me. It is what it is. I know you're going to say just something. You you I know you're yeah, going to say. I know yeah. what you're going to say. Well, I'll start with two good ones and then two shit ones. What we'll would be like the judge <laughs> 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 I'll start off with well, the two shit ones. Uh, there's no just, just there's no them. hiding there's from just, it. Okay, I, right. Incubus.
0: That's fine. That's not no, shit. No, no, no. no. That's uh, they're good I'll put you to the two shit the ones. The two good ones I'll start Okay, with. right, yeah.
1: So Incubus <laughs> and yeah. Foo Fighters. Okay, okay, cool. Yeah, yeah fine. perfect. Fine.
0: Okay. Can go. we leave it there now? Yeah, yeah. No, uh, go, go to go, the bad ones. Oh. Come on. We well, it's obvious. Isn't it? Don't it's be
1: ashamed. Be, it's only because don't the, be ashamed. the age I was and Don't be ashamed. Kerrang. It's obviously Nickelback. Take oh, responsibility, obviously, obviously. It's always obviously. And Creed.
0: Oh, for oh. goodness sake! <laughs> <laughs> That's when he thought it couldn't oh, get. Shit. <laughs> Hello, my friends, when you don't care. Oh, no. Ben, I will, t- I will back you up Thank you. In, in no, no, not like that. <laughs> <laughs> I once made a mistake of buying a Creed album. What one is it? Weathered. It's the one with that really bad CGI. Oh,
1: Arms wide open. Yeah. Oh. Has it got you can take me higher, yeah. Oh, so beautiful. good, so good. <laughs> that was that one, too.
0: Yeah, it's, it sounds like Eddie it really. That, yeah, in fact, it it basically, it, is. there was a um, what's that thing on MTV where it had like the showdown? It's like the, oh, the, the models, claymation. Claymation yeah. thingies, and it was like Eddie Vedder versus oh, celebrity Strat. That, where his name it, is celebrity. Yeah, it's like, you got yeah. my voice. No, I haven't got your voice. It's <laughs> 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 really quite funny. Find on like YouTube, was really good. Eddie Vedder and Scott. Stap. 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 Yeah, yeah, yeah.
2: yeah. Oh, well. Okay, got... So, go, do you want to go
0: good? We'll go good. We'll go okay. good to bad. <laughs> All right, fine. <laughs> Should we just... Yeah, okay. Yeah, oh, so... Creed, um,
2: fuck.
1: Yeah, so, I mean, once again, it was the whole Kerrang! thing that's kick-started everything off for me from, like, we're talking punk and everything before. So, yeah, post Grande was no different. So, it would have been, at that time, Nickelback with How You Remind Me, and then it went into stuff like that too bad. It was the Silver Side Up album. And then, obviously, Creed... So,
0: you, like, look like, you look like praying brain is not going to help rem- you with this. You look like
1: you're repenting. Because uh, <laughs> it's, it's it's I know got, it's so it's unpopular. He's his
0: hands, like <clears throat> praying hands. I like so just want to get the out over and done with, you know. Um,
1: <laughs> yeah, but you know what? They serve the purpose for me. They obviously shape my musical taste. Probably. <laughs> <laughs> no, not, they can't. You know, it is what it is. But um, yeah, I, there's no... I can't deny it. They influenced me musically, mm. so... I Have to mention them, of course, yeah. That's fine. And I was at an age where it was new to me, and oh. I didn't know they were everyone hated them <laughs> until <laughs> yeah. later. But, um, okay, so that's the shit one, <laughs> uh, but yeah, what are two tracks then Nickelback? Track that, you, that well, things on Nickelback, right? They release all these poppy, kind of lovey dovey songs, which obviously hype them up and get them to where they need to be but if you listen just to their album tracks they're really metal I know it sounds crazy but if you just gave it a bit of a chance (laughs) which you won't but they're actually very heavy metal and that gets you going good
2: (laughs) It's good, man. It's like it's you're
0: going like a redneck at a football
2: game. <laughs> yeah. it's, it's, it's like you're trying to convince me to go like. No, some know, of the riffs
0: are heavy. though. Uh, can, can they, you, yeah, they yeah, are, yeah, they are heavy.
2: Uh, I'm not trying to convince. I just. no, know but it's like you're trying to convince like a girlfriend to go. Can we try some like <laughs> ball play differently? <laughs> 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 yeah, yeah, we, yeah. Could you try dressing as um someone <laughs> as Chad Kroeger? <Crow> <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, God. Um. <laughs> so I'm like, well, what, what to? Well, no, what track was the first Nickelback track you heard? Well, how you remind me? Okay, fine, and then too was you, bad There were that, the two main hits Harry Mummy was everywhere I'm oh guessing, yeah it was a yeah. super hit
1: wasn't oh, it Jesus and Creed uh, it would have been My Sacrifice <laughs> Justin
0: just went Creed and he shook his head yeah. Justin went he and Creed ashamed. and then shook his head
1: <laughs> 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 yeah it would have been My
0: Sacrifice
1: <laughs> and Higher which was the yeah. album before okay but,
0: yeah I didn't realise you were into that well I, I really was did. it was
1: just uh, those singles at the time mm. and then it went I left it there yeah, Just, yeah. Did that song have yeah, that really annoying, like, Can
0: all. you take me? And it went, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it, sounded, it sounded really out of place. Guitar. Yeah. Like, it was a well, rushed it's solo. It like, yeah, <laughs> like they in the studio, and it's like, <laughs> like Why don't you add that bit in now It's like, yeah, like they literally agreed that it sounded good. yeah, yeah. That's Can exactly you it. take me higher? Yeah, <laughs> so true. Tr- Tremonti trying to have his it, place. Yeah. <laughs> it's so true. Mark. Oh, I'm get a suit For singing the bit of uh, He's quite a good guitarist though, Mark Tremonti. How Do you know his name? They, they formed. <laughs> Sorry, they formed Ultimate. I'm a guilty didn't, secret. You had a poster of him on your wall, didn't you?
1: No, I did not. <laughs> oh, I thought you said you had Creed on your wall or him. My,
0: no, no, that's I've a lie. Stop spreading rumors. <laughs>
1: Sorry. Spreading rumors. I,
0: I did. I did have other bands that maybe are a bit embarrassing, but I don't. Oh, never ever, had never had had that angry. embarrassing. Sorry,
2: mate. I thought you said maybe that. I did. I think at the time, though, like yeah. when those those two, those two bands were fairly big, <laughs> they were everywhere because I think the industry were trying to desperately recapture and trying to trying to to like what package it in something that was was more mainstream. Mm. I mean, you <clears> know, <throat> the songs are right. I'll give you that. I mean, <laughs> you listen li- listen to some of the stuff. I mean, the only reason I know Tremonti is because I remember picking up like a guitar player or guitar mag guitarist magazine and. Uh, they had like the tab for um. Uh, you opened it up and went
0: the tab the tab the tab the tab was
2: in the tab was in there for um not higher what's the other track no sacrifice no what's the other one uh, shit what's with it? arms wide open that one oh, yeah. So, yeah. so the tab was in for that but then the tab I was looking for was Presidents of the United States um, peaches oh yeah millions or, or was of was peaches? It? yeah yeah and that intrigued me because they, they played three strings and three yeah, strings yeah. whatever anyway but that's the only reason I know mm-hmm. his name and then you go oh yeah it's him from Creed and he's got I he's got
0: kind of like a lot of um endorsed well, he, well he models does not he, he? Yeah. yeah so the PRS guitars mm, yeah. and then orange newer uh, microphones but they <laughs> <laughs> they formed Alterbridge Alterbridge yeah, right, Alterbridge yeah which yeah. I, I never got into but that's I when noticed. Scott Strap staff Stap! Stap. Stap. When um, went off the off the rails, the so called yeah. rails, yeah, the yeah. so called Christian rails.
1: What was that whole Christian thing?
0: Well, they were Christian band. No, Christian well, were they band, really? Yeah,
1: yeah. Uh, or was that just a myth? Is that no, true? No, no, no it's true. true. Like, oh, with okay. Arms okay.
0: wide open. I mean, what lyrically, what's he going to be talking about? Take me higher, my yeah, sacrifice. Oh, Ben! What I love about this podcast is that Ben has suddenly realised that he had been completely and utterly brainwashed by Christianity through creed, <laughs> Jesus Christ.
2: Oh, yeah. that was that was their follow up single. He's in, your brother, let him in.
0: Oh, um, oh, but yeah, yeah, well, I mean, that was man, that was. Oh, I've started off this, no, okay, real fine, really, that's fine, but that is, fucking, but that is, I bet if you do Google post grunge,
1: no, they do. I, I didn't know they'd be on, oh, you did, so yeah, they'd be on the first few it, and. Uh, another band like that
0: puddle of mud <laughs> Terribly. yeah God.
1: it just well, is I what know. it was it's what it
0: is what was Kerrang on what, what channel what, we never uh, had it was uh, Sky no, no we didn't have that channel 342 at the it's time really different just if, 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 yeah. imagine imagine Justin didn't buy CDs right or cassette tapes <laughs> and all we had was Kerrang you I'll be sitting thing. here saying the same shit <laughs> you, you would yeah I'm like well it would be because we're, just, we're, yeah. we're just near enough the same age yeah, yeah. but Kerrang's quite an interesting publication and you know mm-hmm. body of, of well, work in the sense that wasn't kerrang back in the 80s is that when it formed Why don't I look at me
1: because <laughs> you're know. a musical guru man <laughs> it's no, been around really for a long it time because been been been, yeah. yeah, it was yeah. like yeah. Soundgarden issues yeah. and stuff yeah. in 89 you, you
0: can always find something obscure in kerrang but then it just it mixes it with really mm. shit stuff <laughs> well, I mean, yeah
2: i think yeah i think you're right i think kerrang always ha- had it always had the element of cool because it always featured like some very kind of up and coming underground bands, but then it would all, all always fall on the main feature would be yeah Villivello
0: with <laughs> his top yeah, off. <laughs> yeah or him
2: <laughs> or like something that would you know would sell that they know would sell yeah. the magazine. It's, it's, mm. it's, it's Yeah, I suppose in, in a way it's a bit of a weird one. Yes, I, think you I of, used to read it though. Yeah, but, yeah, no, I, did. but I think mm. Kerrang
0: lost its appeal quite quickly for me. Mm. Like it was, it was. There was used to be really good kind of issues, and I remember being a really good Offspring one and Green Day one, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. Mm. And then recently, um, I don't know why, but I saw an advert for Krang, and it's like color in, color in your own Twenty One Pilots front cover. Oh,
3: no. Yeah. So That's who a, the
0: fuck are you appealing to now? Like, yeah. really? Like, where is where is a musical discovery with magazines? Mm-hmm. Oh, sorry, I'm, I'm ranting again. No, no, That's no. Spotify not last not episode. Point, no, fuck yeah, yeah. Yeah. There used to be some other, some more independent style magazines yes. that used to come out. I mean, Metal Hammer isn't one of those, but Metal Hammer was a little bit, bit more. Yeah, on Our, the sort of alternative <coughs> extreme side of things. Did you ever? Then,
2: sorry, did you ever get Raw magazine? I didn't get straight oh, copy No, of Raw. There was Cheese. Was there one called Cheese? Big Cheese. Big, Big Cheese. cheese. Yeah. that was, yeah. cool. that was yeah. more yeah. like punk, skate yeah. punk, yeah. hardcore. Raw was quite kind of. Sort of underground and then grungy stuff, and then Krang kind of covered metal and everything. Mm. I suppose the downfall of, of, of those magazines is they have to have something that is popular to, to sell it. Of course, they have yeah. to go yeah. that to, they have to go down the path. So for the Terrorizer is still
0: going, and Terrorizer focuses on extreme death metal yeah. and stuff like but that's that. What,
2: but I suppose because because they've diversified into a key category. Yes, yeah, yeah, of course. And, and and age demographic, I think and, as well. Yeah, because
0: yeah. I I would feel weird buying a copy of Crang nowadays. I bought. I a, don't know why. <laughs> no but I would do I know it's strange, he's time, strange. I, 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 it was I, I, with us in it yeah with well, the one we were in yeah. it but that was the last time I've ever bought it I just find I find it an odd mm. yeah no I, I agree mm. probably because I'm not into most of the stuff that's probably in there yeah for sure but I just go to Smith's and see it and think am I going to like anything that's in here really no mm. probably not Is that an, that's probably an mm. age thing I'm just well, it is because I think it's, it's very much I buy a, up. a magazine on trains instead <laughs> but it's, oh, it is geared up to young the younger generation i only buy a mag now if Biffy
1: Clyro or a band like that are in
0: it and I will taking a interest them. Them. Yeah, yeah, it's mm. fine. But anyway, <laughs> anyway, anyway. Sorry, Creed.
2: Creed and Nickelback. Yep. Can we park them? Yeah, now? yeah. Just before we park Nickelback. Out the back and beat the shit out of them.
1: I actually Googled why people hate Nickelback. You don't
0: just <laughs> Google it. You can just ask <laughs> <guys>. <laughs> that's, that's no, us. Because there,
1: there had to be a, a proper answer. The, one of the most uh, conservative answers <laughs> is because they're so consistent with every Song they bring out, and you know it's them, mm. and it's the same kind of uh, uh, formula they use for these Where songs. Why did you
2: read this, Chad Kroger's autobiography? <laughs> yeah. it's
1: like nickelback I mean, we're just using words
0: like consistent. It's like <laughs>
1: no, no, but like that's not why. They always That they always bring out the same kind of uh, formula, so people are always like, "Oh, Nickelback again." Yeah, but okay. in a way, they're laughing. Fucking made it. And got oh yeah, millions mm. and the plan sold out arenas and shit yeah. So,
0: did we ever find out what was on Jesse's head?
1: Actually, oh, I What's saw this? them live, right? We're and <laughs> so,
0: what the hell is on Jesse? Had, oh yeah, <laughs> yeah,
1: he had the photo. He had the photo. Yeah. On,
0: Look at these photographs.
1: It was like a weird hat, I think. Oh, was it a hat? Something else. Fucking not interesting I think so. so something like that.
0: Anyway. Anyway,
1: let's skip. On. I just, I just, oh. Yeah, no, I get it. Consistent. But I had to bring it up because. Of course, mate,
2: yeah. it's your history. Of course, it's, yeah. of it's, who you it's are. your musical history. So. That is part of who you are and you can never be ashamed of that. <laughs> yeah. And we will always constantly keep taking the thing as yeah, we yeah. do. Yeah. in another But, but then, like, John, I said this a few episodes <clears> ago, we've all got. Like, oh, of awful. course. You Question come around and look stuff. at some of my CDs yeah, that yeah, I've got. Yeah. Oh, my dear God. Yeah. There is some stuff in there that I've never, ever seen. Uh, uh, seen the light of like a day again since I bought it. Um, well, I'm going to save my reputation now. Okay. In- so, Incubus, Incubus and Two Fighters. Which Incubus album? Two tracks. Yeah. Or track. Well,
1: Morning View was my favorite Incubus album. Mostly once again, I was at that age and Kerrang. It's thanks to Kerrang really. I guess that shaped me at that age. But yeah, Morning View was brilliant. I, I really liked Wish You Were Here. That was, I think, the main mm. single. they got Mexico on it as well, that album. Yes. Um Mexico. But my favourite song was...
0: <laughs> uh, <laughs> did they <make> that song. <laughs> you, well, you, you pulled out your headphones.
1: No, that's no, fine. I've just... that oh, so okay. Those are full. Yeah, oh, come. so yeah. Uh, no, my favourite song off the album was Echoes. Yes. Yeah, boy. A b- beautiful song. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, I, I didn't really get into the is it Make Yourself, make yourself? yeah Make yeah. Yourself is that oh, before it was yeah. before yeah. wasn't yeah. it Make Yourself is well. Awesome. I had to go back and yeah. Yeah. you know what I mean I had to yeah, of sort course. of go back through yeah.
2: there I think most of us did that we go back into you Mixed have that one on mm-hmm. one album then you go back into I know it that. is yeah
1: and then after Morning View was the Megalomaniac is no. it Crow of the, Cra- the Murder sorry but that was the single wasn't it no that's the album the album yeah no 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 but Megalomaniac, oh, megalomaniac was, was the yeah. single
0: as was Crow of the Murder but
1: even though that album was okay I thought after that there was just nothing Mm. Well, obviously, it did stuff, but it wasn't ever as impactful apart as from,
0: previous. Apart from him always looking very sexy, yeah,
2: he's Mate, great. Looking, he's a great looking Boyd. guy, yeah. Brandon Boyd, he's he's a good he's looking a mad, man, mad cat. I remember seeing um, <laughs> <coughs> Incubus at Brixton Academy, them headlining. Um, yeah, they were headlining. Wow. I think it was just before Morning View as it was coming out. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. Um, I was never really into them, mm. so um, but um, I saw Hundred Reasons support them. Oh, yeah. Uh, that's, um, a British Academy. And the, this the one story I have is this was quite cool. Is just we were leaving the venue and all the band, 100 Reasons, were standing out, just handing out stickers for their band. And I was like, just chatted to the lead singer, Colin for a bit. Yeah. Colin. Oh, Britney. Cole. Um, but I thought that, um, yeah, that, that I, I, that was the first time I saw them live. And I was like, they, they impressed me more. 100 Reasons. And, yeah. I think maybe it's because they were British and they were just a bit all more, over the place and, and style, just like. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then, I mean, not, taking nothing away from Incubus, they were great live. I mean, they sounded f- fantastic, and they were, the, the songs they had. You know, were catchy. I could kind mm. of get into them. But yeah, because uh,
1: we actually, well, you knew the manager for a hundred reasons, right, Mark?
2: Oh yeah, he came down to one of the shows, <coughs> didn't he? Yeah, the guy he he, he partly owns Banquet Records as well. Yeah. Um, but yeah, That's so fun. um, but anyway, sorry, Incubus. I love Incubus.
0: Mm. I okay, saw them on. on the Morning View tour cycle and in Brisbane amazing mm. um and did you ever see the documentary that um came the, ma- the making of the yeah making it's of it's just yeah cuz it was I love that sort of stuff that was one of the big draws for me in getting into bands was watching Mm. kind of like how the bands went through the yeah. process of make and it kind of made oh, yeah. you had that connection so
1: they so making off that album it's wicked yeah it's really oh, cool cause they, they rented that there. house
0: in Malibu yeah. I think it was and yeah. they recorded oh, everything nice. there and it was it was awesome because I, I had tickets to go and see them at the Royal Albert Hall in July because they were doing the make yourself anniversary tour or something like that but mm. it obviously it's been postponed to next June now but I'm okay. looking forward to seeing them
1: yeah oh amazing
2: yeah, really. it's weird because I suppose where you picked in- Incubus, mm. I would put them firmly in the new metal camp, but that's just my opinion.
0: Yeah, well, that's really it, interesting. It's, like, it's a bit of a mix because they they played yeah, Woodstock, they didn't they? Yeah, I they, think. Stra- they straddled both. Yeah, things. yeah, I wouldn't say Morning View has any elements of new metal in it no. though. I think Make Yourself most definitely does. And, and Science, yeah, so, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I think they definitely changed direction after that. But yeah, mm. I just, yeah, they
2: they did take a big. I, I'm, I, isn't it Morning View or um, Well left of the Medal Is Brendan O'Brien <coughs> who produced Pearl Jam? I'm sure what he he did one of those two albums or both of them. I can't remember because mm. <laughs> yeah. uh,
1: you're saying Incubus is from the new well can be in the new metal camp, which I agree. Also, Hoobastank
3: mm. were oh also God. new
1: metal, but also they are classed as post-grunge. Yeah,
0: yeah.
1: they were they were like Incubus. They were like
0: Incubus. Yeah, but, rivals weren't they? Yeah, so yeah. in a sense that they they came out and sounding. Pretty similar, similar yeah. Isn't the brothers the brother brothers
2: brother. the guitarist Mike
0: Eisinger?
2: Is his brother is in Hubers Hubers Is he? Yeah. Google oh, it, so I didn't know that. Know that. That's okay. true. All <laughs> oh, right. <laughs> it's oh, so it's <laughs> good to verify facts, <laughs> yeah, yeah. is okay. oh, okay. yeah, I guess so. Yeah. Well, we fu- we like. fucked up <laughs> loads of facts anyway. Oh, <laughs> oh, <my laughs> yeah, yeah. oh I know. But um, okay. So, Morning View. What about what, Foos, foos? foos? Oh, I know which one. I know what you're gonna say here. Yeah,
1: there is nothing left to lose. It's because it was the first album I got. Uh, <laughs> I love it. At that time, well, one of them at least uh, in Woolworths. Okay. Uh, okay. Oh. learned to fly, obviously, and break out with Wolf's the sneakers. North team. No, this oh. was Epsom. Oh, the massive suite section. Yeah, yeah. I used yeah, to yeah. Work there. I did. The yeah. The I, got, escalator. I got sacked. <laughs> did you? What did you do?
0: Um, oh, do you want to hear the story? Yeah. It's always, of always got to be a story, hasn't it, yeah, yeah, to yeah. an episode? So I worked in Woolworths in Epsom, and I was doing the stock. So I was, ba- I was put in the toys section and I had to like stock the shelves in the toy section. This was, after, this was like when it closed. So it was like 6 till 10 or 11 p.m. Yeah. I'd stack. This is my first job, by the way. Stack the shelves, replenish the stock, whatever. Um, and my dad would pick me up at 11 o'clock. Anyway, I got really bored because I did all the stocking bit in the first like hour or two hours. And there was a dick there, a manager who's a fucking prick, peak something. If you're listening you're a dick um and i used to go into the like warehouse bit at the back yeah and just used to play with the toys so like, like nerf guns and like <laughs> kick these to kick the balls around and they're, they're wow, that wow that's a really cool game that i can't remember what it was but it was like a game where you like chuck things and it like makes a sound i don't know what it was anyway there were cameras in there oh <laughs> so this guy was a, he didn't like me anyway he was an idiot um and um My dad picked me up one night and he's just like oh jamie can i speak to you for a minute and um he said you might want your dad in there as well i was like oh this is fucking weird so my dad comes in he's like "Oh, what's going on there he's like well i have to tell you that your son has been um basically on paid time been playing um for the toys in the in the warehouse my dad was like what do you mean the toys the toys he's playing with you stupid boy and i was like i don't know what he's talking about and he's like well there are cameras in there and he's like for like an hour and twenty minutes." you were trying to chip a football into a basketball. Game. <laughs> and I was just like, "Oh, this is such bullshit." Anyway, he said, "Oh, let's make let oh, make yeah. your shift next week. Your last shift." So I literally Jesus. got. I, it wasn't like you're fired, but it was like <laughs> we gotta let you go. You gotta let you go, and then and then luckily, Justin got me a job at Virgin Meg store in Sutton, which was a music shop. What what do you know? What year you were working there? Oh, remember. 90, when did I start uh, 99 maybe no no, no 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 okay. no. it can't have been uh, 2000 2001 oh okay so how long was your tenure at Woolworths for a month It's probably about a month <laughs> uh, I hated it every minute of it was just like and this, this player was a knob like he'd be like oh can you go and replenish the fucking I don't know Stretch Armstrongs or whatever and it's like there's plenty there mate you don't need to any more out because <laughs> no one buys them <laughs> I have <'cause> it's 1999 <laughs> this is like yeah whatever it was um, so yeah but you know what I actually had a lovely time as well working in Woolworths for that month because it was so peaceful. If only I discovered, like, music properly and put, I could put it on and listen to it and play it, but Pete probably wouldn't let me anyway. <laughs> was it peaceful because you knew you were... Just me there. It was just, literally just me and Pete, this guy. So oh I, I wish I knew his surname. I'll find you, mate. It was just me and him. And, like, he would be, like, in the office watching me on TV, obviously. <laughs> <laughs> well, the thing is, why didn't Pete, being the manager, be responsible, come down and say... because? you know what mate That's true. this isn't probably what we should be doing now <laughs> how about this but when I look back on it now I was like 15 well 16 when could you go 16. 16. 16. 16. 16 I was yeah, yeah. 16 and he would have only have been about 26 like mm. as in like the supervisor of the store mm. so really when you're tw- people listening now if you're 26 you know it's, you're still young yeah. so it's like he just didn't like me Mm. I mean, why watch <laughs> you for what, an hour and t- an hour and a half? That's no, I don't weird. think he watched me for an hour oh. and twenty minutes. I think he, <laughs> I think what he probably did was, I think what he probably did was, he probably checked that the shop floor and I wasn't there, and then came back an hour and twenty minutes later, and I still wasn't there. <laughs> and then he probably used the use the see. This is what I would do: use the CCTV footage to corroborate his story. Oh man, I lost him in a fly I'll on mean, the
3: wall with
0: your dad in the same. toys, I think when oh. they I was there, I was like, does oh,
3: yeah.
1: So <laughs> I mean, I don't know Warwick. how you guys feel about this. I'd love to have your dad on this podcast, oh, just yeah. for one episode. What would
0: he
3: talk about though? It doesn't,
1: doesn't matter. i would just just—it'd <laughs> be so funny. <laughs> He'd love it. Yeah, talk about Backstreet, no Westlife. Yeah, he I loves not listen listens to Westlife. He he liked Westlife. Liked. Pavarotti. Westlife. Pavarotti. Can't do his voice. Sorry, no. <laughs>
2: Pavarotti. So, so you went into Woolworths. bought anyway, nothing, so. nothing left to lose. Yeah. Yep. On what on what grounds uh, did you hear a single? Did you? Yeah, it was
1: uh, um, Crang TV. Yeah, of course. Well, what song there? It was just a big part of my life. But yeah, Learn to fly. Learned to fly yeah. it was the hit and breakout. But yeah. although they're great songs, my favorite track on that was Stacked Actors. Oh,
0: that's my fa- yeah. that's my
1: least favorite. Great intro. Was that your least <laughs> yeah, favorite?
0: <laughs> I was going to say I, I love that like, it Hooked
1: me in with that. that- <laughs> yeah, that's my least favorite. Just went off. Um, but I also like the mellow song yeah, Aurora. True. Yeah, oh, beautiful. Song. Song, yeah um what else was on there oh, and it's, it's a sort of kind of upbeat kind of tune uh, gener- generator yeah
3: yeah,
1: yeah. yeah cool. great Just a, i love that album and i like the cuz so i watched the Foo fire documentary uh which was out a few years ago and when they went onto the album, how they recorded it, mm. they, I think they've done all the vocals sitting on the sofa. It was yeah. very relaxed. It was only three of them because they were going through different changes in guitarists. So yeah. it was only the dr- uh, Taylor, Dave, and Nate. Mm. Yeah. And uh just the whole vibe, just beautifully captured in that album. And mm. I think that's why I like it even more, not only because of nostalgia and also of my age and stuff at the time, but knowing they created it in a relaxed state of mind you can, you can I hear it. that on the record yeah, it's apart really, from stacked actors vibe. I suppose you, really can, you can
0: hear his voice isn't as like he went a bit I love Dave Grohl, so yeah, yeah, don't yeah. get me wrong. I, don't, I didn't really like any kind of later Foo Fighters albums past that point, I don't think. No, yeah, I didn't at enough. all. Yeah. So I don't think I didn't like any mm-hmm. ones past that. I know I appreciate the songwriting, but anyway, his vocal style on that album sounds very like, very, very, relaxed. Yeah, yeah. Mm. That Doesn't it really? It's like, like it's hardly yeah, sung, if you know what I mean. I like mm. the,
2: um. The, we kind of talked about this when Jono talked about the color and the shape, but I like the fact they went from the color of the shape to that. Yes. Yeah. A lot of people didn't, because mm. we said that. A lot of people were like, oh my God. But actually, if you listen to those two albums, yeah, you know, that like you say, Stack tactics is quite quite uh, heavy rip, but it's never it doesn't sound sonically heavy. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Sounds I mean, quite so lo-fi. A, it's a, yeah, it's quite I think scary. it's because they recorded themselves. Yeah. Yeah. They re- recorded in his own studio. Yeah, but I think, uh, and a lot of, I'm you know, from it's that hard. back and forth documentary, I think that yeah, I think so, yeah. they did a lot of the production stuff themselves, and then got some someone in to mix it, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, rather than before was, was Gil Norton, wasn't it, which was like yeah, full yeah. out rock. Um, so no, I, I, I've got a lot. I've got of no, time that. for that kind of reminds me of have i
1: redeemed myself now yeah, i think yeah, so yeah, yeah. Jesus <laughs> good. So
2: good. you know that's my gcc album and
0: that's the second band i saw live so oh. in this post grunge yeah yeah for, for me the episode is quite poignant because oh. for post grunge the two bands that i saw live uh 1999 was silverchair wow April 1999, because I remember that to this day, because I saw him come on stage and thought, that's what I want to fucking do. Mm-hmm. could play guitar, but that's not the point. <laughs> and then the second show I went to see was Foo Fighters for The Nothing Left to Lose Tour. Oh, man. John. We yeah, actually went, we went on that tour. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah we saw him. Where, Academy. Who, who, who was supporting them? Do you know Oh, was it the hell? Oh, who was it? I can't remember. But oh, that God. was when I took my friend, we took Chris Airst as his first mm. gig as well. Oh, whoa. What and great first gig. That, that that tour. So those two bands within that space of a year changed my idea of how I wanted to be. Yeah on stage mm. if you know what I mean mm. but anyway, we will go to Silverchair I, I remember that show
2: mm. quickly yeah, <laughs> <yeah, yeah. laughs> t t-shirt yeah yeah because <laughs> I remember my mum was like make sure you look after him it was like Jack, Chris I was 15, looked I was 15 Chris was looked right? older than me because he had a fucking full grown beard at like 11 yeah. so I was <laughs> we like I'm, 15, not, I think. I'm not worried about well, yeah exactly but he looked oh yeah, when he was 11 he, he, yeah had he, he had uh, you know he had chest hair but he, he had a big beard at, he said had a beard at, when he went yeah yeah definitely long hair so he did look older than me and I was like okay we went along and um I remember standing by the bar drinking some Ridge Stripe. That's all you could buy. Yeah, still, in, still I in, think. In, yeah, <laughs> in Astoria. Um, was it Astoria? We saw. Them? Yeah, it was on Astoria. Oh, okay. wow. Uh, wow. And in, <laughs> I remember Jamie saying to me something like, "Can I have a drink?" I was like, "Yeah, of course you go. can have drink." So I bought him some beer, and then I lost him for the whole show, and he came back. Him and Chris came back, and Jamie had a uh, what T-shirt were you wearing? Kurt Cobain T-shirt, and it was ripped in half because he been literally in the mosh pit, crowd surfing. One point, I saw him go over the fucking barrier, and I'm like, <laughs> Jesus Christ! And I literally was shitting myself towards the end because I was like, Is he going to come? Will he know where I am? Hold on, Foo Fighters at the Astoria? No, no, no. This is Silverchair. Silverchair. Oh, Silverchair. Yeah, sorry, sorry. Yeah,
1: yeah. yeah. Foo, Foo Fighters.
0: Still are, Silverchair. chairs at Bridge yeah, amazing. But oh, yeah, he did wow. come
2: back eventually.
0: He came back. Good yeah, boy. Love, love <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Now, that changed that, but that changed my life mm. because I got, I'd never been in a mosh pit before, ever. That was like because like a proper one. Do you know what mm. I mean? That was like a proper. That's a rock show. Yeah, thousands of people. Um, and that moment was like pure euphoria. And I remember as being in the crowd and like. I didn't know well, I didn't know what I was doing because you have to you, you learn the etiquette don't you when you're in a mosh pit mm. or when you're mm-hmm. you, you know that when you're older but they you no know, some guy went to me do you want a foot up and I was like what the fuck is he talking about he's like give me a foot and he just literally just launched me <laughs> and I crowd surfed Yeah, and I've never felt anything like that in my life It's cool like, yeah. I, and to this day I don't think I've crowd surfed since then really <laughs> But it's incredible. Yeah. Mm. You're just like that, just on your back, and they're just fucking passing you to the front, and you get taken off. You're going to go again. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's just like... Yeah. The music yeah. becomes secondary at that point. You're like, yeah, oh, going go yeah. again. It's like fucking brilliant. Yeah. But, yeah. Mm. My I,
2: I, I used to... Uh, you, you, I still see shows now, and you, you, you see people kind of like whatever, moshing, getting into it. Mm. And I just feel sometimes that... And I've been to other shows where I think people were just standing, and I think there's no... No one seems to want to get lost in it. They all seem to be c- overly critical, and w- like yeah. waiting for something. Whereas that's what I like about a show, just getting fucking lost in mm-hmm. the moment. Mm-hmm. Even, I remember when we saw Thrice, and it was fucking so hot. Oh, oh I just bacon sat there. And we hot, just like it? rocking. I just lost myself in in the songs because I was like, it, it, it was what you know. I wanted to see him, and I haven't seen him for ages. Yeah, I just loved that. Mm-hmm. Jamie and Tom nearly passed out. Yeah, <laughs> yeah
0: it was bacon. No, it was Chris. When, when was that? No, Price, Price, that, Price, Price. With oh, God, that was Tom and Natch. But, but going yeah. back, yeah, the Foo Fighters, Chris, like, was in the crowd in the mm-hmm. mosh pit, and he turned to me, I "Can't believe!" Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, so we had to take him out, and I thought yeah. he was gonna collapse. Oh, well, the yeah. thing
2: with Brixton is, it's slightly sloped, whereas yes. the story it wasn't.
0: Yeah. So kind of, get, you get the crush, don't you? Yeah. yeah.
2: So people kind of, when people when when the band came out, it just was there was there's always a surge forward. Yeah. I remember anyway. Foo
0: Fighters mm. came out to stacked actors. Yeah. yeah. And lots oh, of nice. Yeah. Oh, wow! Amazing. Everyone just fucking. First time when,
1: I, first time I saw softball was at Earl's Court. Cool. Mm. And funny enough, I was crowd surfed. For, as soon as I came out, the curtain lifted. And I was on top of the crowd going towards the stage. I swear on my life, me and Dave locked eyes for a second. I was like, that's it. I, I, my life's
2: complete. Complete,
0: Yeah, amazing.
1: <laughs> so good. But that was for what happened was that? That was oh In Boy. Your Honour 2000.
0: oh, yeah. 2005.
2: I, I didn't listen to anything past nothing left to lose, yeah. honestly,
0: apart from the stuff you they played on radio. Mm. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So
2: two goodies and two... Badies, that will leave boys. behind. No, but, but it's I've fun. redeemed myself. That's no, but I, I, no, no. But I, I kind of get where you're coming from. If yeah, you, yeah. if, if you're into guitar-based music, and then your only platform would be, yeah. Kerrang, yeah. then you are being Limited shown to that. What is yeah. popular? There is no unless you watch it late night, where they used to show like, mm. you know, um, new bands or sure, or, sure. Uh, you know, yeah. whatever yeah. up and coming stuff. That was more MTV Two, but yeah. Yeah, true. Uh, I got into yeah, that a yeah, bit true, later true. on. Yeah, yeah. It's was Kerrang! and MTV2. So. So, um, but that's fine. So, but yeah, it yeah. allowed you to branch out and, yeah. you know. Yeah,
0: MTV2 yeah. gave you the insight more into the band as well because they did like yeah. Cribs and stuff like that and more uh, interview-based stuff. Yeah, I, don't, I mean, I never sure. watched Kerrang! TV. So well, um,
1: at the same time, like, I'm glad Kerrang! was there because I was into it, obviously. But, they had channels like The Box and VH1 and like came a bit later Skuzz I think for me Yeah, Skuzz isn't
0: around anymore oh okay no. is
1: it stopped yeah but yeah there was Cat-time's there were more R-B. pop channels like The Box Kiss and all that stuff and I was never into that so Kerrang was the one did that for yeah. you cool. Yeah, Brilliant. cool nice. brilliant that's awesome. the one
2: cheers me. who do you want to go next Okay. <laughs> Jamie
0: oh you tricked you tricked everyone you? Know. Oh, yeah. oh, tricky boy well you've mentioned Foo Fighters yep which were we always talking about gateway bands don't we mm. which were they're important definitely important yeah. Nothing Left to Lose was definitely an important album for me because um, it's my GCSE album yeah. Yeah, yeah so I used to walk to my exams and listen to uh, Learn to Fly so basically <laughs> Punk episode was talking about um, how A and Old Folks was like a summer song for me mm-hmm. Learn to Fly will always be a track that I will never get bored of. Mm -hmm. Mm. Just purely because nostalgia, it it brings me right back from the opening riff. And, you know, the whole whole song. So that's like, so yeah, Foo Fighters. um, And then massive, massive, massive Silverchair fan. Yeah, Yeah. I know Johnny was as well. (laughs) That's Johnny getting excited. Um, Silverchair, I discovered through Justin's CD collection. (laughs) Um, uh, And he's like... it's your like yeah, no, your TV, no he was he, <laughs> definitely, he definitely was he um, but I think because Justin bought me so the way it works so Justin bought me a bass to keep me out of trouble and asked me to, to join his band at the time um, and w- when I picked up the bass the song that I always remember learning to play was Israel's son bom, 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 and the weird thing is uh, Tom our bass player now um, who's a fantastic guitarist as well um, lent me his bass recently to play and to practice and whatever in lockdown and I can still play yeah. like literally mm. I know it's not difficult but do you know like how like is it muscle memory or something like yeah. that yeah. yeah, I know exactly where I, you know I was just sitting there I said do 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 still do it and also Steam will rise which is on Neon Borum isn't it so good anyway but yeah so Israel's son and Frog Stomp really got me into Silverchair but Neon Borum changed my kind of musical outlook on how you can mold rock and orchestral stuff mm-hmm. and make it sound fucking beautiful mm-hmm. uh and that's the tour that i saw them on it yeah. was a, a neon Boreham tour um and i think that's probably where you well, i don't know if you can disagree with me here but that's where Silverchair were at their peak yeah and, and at their best yes um, when did
1: diorama was the diorama follows after? After? Was um, after that it was, which is it, still it, very very good
0: yeah it, uh, it, i didn't mind it that. wasn't it's yeah, not as dark it as wasn't um, a um, yeah so i've been i think Pardon me, it just burped. Um, I think I think Neon Borum had that dark element to it. Mm. Um, and I again we talk about documentaries. Yeah. Um, so there's a there was a video. I, I'm John. Has probably seen the same video as me or the same documentary, mm. which was the making of Neon Borum. Yep. And he comes out in his little fur coat, and the girl goes to him. I love your voice. He goes thank you. And that's my <laughs> that's the bit I would remember because he sounds really funny. But um, it's him in the studio directing. The orchestra with the produ- who's the producer? Ah, oh, forgot his name? Nick, Nick. Nick. But it was just brilliant to see, actually. Google that, it. Oh, yeah, that Daniel Johns um, musically um, was very gifted. Yeah, mm. he would. He, you know, he knew what he wanted he knew how, how he wanted it to sound, and the actual Neil Bohr album itself is it, it's a, it's a masterpiece. It mm. sounds absolutely brilliant to this day. Um, <laughs> Sometimes you get albums. Nick Launey. Oh, that's, that's it, yeah. Sometimes you get albums and you think, oh, you know, it sounds a bit shit now. Like a bit like something like Bush, for example. Mm-hmm. Their earlier albums might sound a bit shit now. But Neil Borum, I know it's 2000, but it's still 20 years ago. Mm. So it was it sound, Frog Stomp
1: Freak Show? Neil Borum. Neon Borum, and then Big And then Straight, love. Line. Go Go straight in,
0: line. Oh, st- no, Young Modern. Young young modern. I, I'd quite yeah. like that Straight Line track as well, though. Mm hmm.
3: With um g- me <laughs> I it. Fucking I
2: like
3: bit. Um
2: yeah, frog for a let's frog stomp. let's go frog because I know you can chip in with this mm. as well. I remember yeah again, I remember buying it or um and being blown away that they're all sixteen. And I listened to it the other day yeah. and I'm like, Fucking hell, they are tight. Were n't they fifteen? Some of them. Fi- I, don't drummer, F- I, don't I don't know. was a drummer. I don't know. Fifteen. Whatever. The, they won a competition. They won a competition. Fifteen and sixteen. But school, you yeah. listen to how th- that that album, how tight they are. And there are moments um, where they 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 record that album virtually live, but there are moments where they're just they're so tight and there's just there's just the riff where they're all locked in and it sounds fucking brilliant. And his voice for a sixteen year old sounded mm. uh, When I first heard it, I thought this guy's got to be you know. 28 but 29 also, yeah. and you're like what a voice. Can you take the the
0: moment to appreciate the fact that yes they're sick 15 16 but their songwriting I know, capability was fucking insane. I know. So you're getting like songwriters nowadays, you know, mid 20s early 30s writing brilliant songs. These guys were 15 16 and the mm. songs are just like Well, if you look at like Tomorrow which is uh, like the guitar playing on yeah, Tomorrow yeah. like the in- I mean yeah. it's just it's so good. I know, it's it's ridiculous it's so good oh, that's what I was
2: going to say the, the, the 16 they're tight and the, the, the songs Mad. on the album are great um, and if you go if you want to go to Spotify we slagged it off last episode but there is um, <laughs> the remastered um, version of Frog Stomp has got load of the out again load of the outtake tracks on, on there it's like Madman which is an instrumental it's yeah, got yeah. Him, his vocals on it which is quite interesting to hear because it's, it's completely live and it's him just shouting Madman for ages and singing trying to play that riff but he's doing it but I'm like fucking hell um, and just there's there's other tracks on there there's some live stuff on there as well from when they were sort of just released the album yeah. and it sounds great it's just like it's so like it's so sorry, my voice broke, it it broke it there <laughs> <laughs> it sounds, sounds great groin. I think it was the a real reference
0: to to Grunge Silverchair oh, oh yeah Frogstomp yeah. was a real reference to if you look at them Daniel Johns by all intents and purposes wanted to be Kurt Cobain they were yeah. a three piece mm-hmm, mm-hmm. it was very much set up like Nirvana and just after he passed Kurt he passed
2: right or not? Do, do we know? <clears> I think, I don't uh, know. 94, Show, wasn't it? Frog Freak Show Tom? was
0: 97. Yeah. yeah. 94, 94, 94, So 90. maybe, maybe.
2: so it was yeah, just, I think just it's like not, I've
0: got a feeling it's 95. So okay. it, it, they would have had probably so, uh, an yeah, influence from Nirvana as they were oh, around as well. So for sure, for 13, sure. Yeah, yeah. I mean, but yeah, uh, they were set up like a, a new Nirvana, mm. but they only really peaked what Freak Show, Neil Borum really. really. Mm. Um, I think Frog Stomp was more of a retrospective look at what they'd done before and you think, fuck, they won a competition. Mm. I mean, that's all based on luck as well, which is I find, it. what's incredible about the Silverchair story is that they won that competition. Got I think The deal was with Sony or something, wasn't it? Wow. Or, you know, album Deal or something? part of Sony. Owned by Sony. But that is like, that's how luck played a big part in the music industry back in the 90s, like snapped up at 15, 16, winning a competition in school and then becoming a massive rock band and then, egos
2: get in the way and they turn a bit shit mm.
0: but anyway yeah, yeah, we'll get yeah. to
2: that point I, I just remember loving the album i love the great. riffs on it loving the songwriting trying to trying to again down do, down tune D to d yeah oh, he's all he's yeah. all over that and just doing that when we were we were writing in that sort of early band and trying to just being very influenced by that and yeah I was, yeah that's still i can't we've got a lot of got a lot of, a lot of time for that album still yeah, Even I go yeah. back to it. I mean some of so some of the lyrics are, are are quite funny, but some of them are quite again quite he's singing about stuff that he's seeing as a sixteen year old and then when you think think of it like that, rather than hmm. oh God, what's you know, you look for pure massacre or um oh what's the track? Uh you know it's people die for no, no
3: reason,
0: reason at all
2: and actually it's 16 year old writing <laughs> yeah. uh, uh, and you look at the lyrics and you, you read them and you think this is quite funny but actually you think it's a 16 year old writing about looking out at his mm. view of the world and what 16 year old does that mm. to me I was yeah, like, it's quite yeah. it's quite deep well, it's and like the think- lyrics from tomorrow as well I mean you know
0: it's because <laughs> yeah. they, they had to change the video for it as well for the American audience because I think the original one had a pig mandra's oh, really? like mm. just consuming as you know mm. I think the reference was to consumerism yeah. and stuff mm. like that. If it so. makes it makes you like if if any album makes you feel inadequate as a musician. <laughs> yeah. Later on, you know, mm. uh Frog Stomp probably would do because they're 15, 16 years old. Yeah, it's nuts. and they're writing an amazing rock album. Yep. That's it. Like
2: seriously oh frog stump, just give up. So that's a good link mm-hmm. to, den- to 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 Jono, unless you've got yeah. Any, no, any, no any one I, tracks. no, no,
0: there's there's nothing really I want to mention. I just I I just love I love Silverchair. Yeah. Um, and I was like a lot of Silverchair fans massively disappointed from with. Well, I didn't really like Diorama, to be honest with you. Mm. Um, there were some good tracks on it, but there were some also, also some real fucking.
2: Awful a close you know <laughs> that The guy the guy that produced yeah. Freak Show is is the same producer that's produced Idols. You know oh wow, well, there you go. Do you know? that <clears throat>
0: I didn't. Yeah. Uh, Freak Show he's, has that raw. He's, raw as he's as as like
2: as properly like sought after now because everyone wants to work with him because of, of the idol stuff. But if you look at his back catalogue of who he worked with before, after Silverchair, it's pretty impressive some mm. of the bands. But yeah, I, I looked yeah. in. and I was like, that's a crazy link actually.
0: Um, what I like about the progression of Silverchair is obviously Frogstomp's very raw, teenagery, angsty kind of stuff, but still yeah. very intelligent songwriting. Freak Show, they're nodding towards the more, they've been more experimental with dynamics. Yep. A lot of the tracks darker. are darker. Uh, Tracks are darker. There's, there's lots of different elements, and then stuff like the song like Cemetery, mm. orchestral bits in it as well. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and then Neon Ballroom, they go fully into experimenting with orchestra, heavy parts, light and shade, da, 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 all mm. that kind of stuff. Yes. Um, and then it
2: goes down.
0: got Tuna and the Brine on it. Yes.
2: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. See, I mean, oh. I think Freak Show as well. I, I like the fact that they kind of <laughs> with with Freak Show. I remember reading an interview with him and him saying talking about Helmet. I'd never heard of Helmet before yeah, in my life until yeah. about Paige Hamilton. And I was like, shit, I'd like to check this band out. And I remember, I think you bought it. I didn't buy it. I think you bought Wilma's. It's in there, yeah. Um, is it Wilma's Rainbow? Yeah, it's in, I think um, there. Which is the Helmet album. And you he- heard it and you can hear the influence on it, but, you know, it got you into that kind of, um, that riff. And also uh, there's a lot of Zeppelin-y Soundgarden, Black Sabbath vibes on. Yeah freak show i hear yeah no association i love that track it's so good and you know like they say cemeteries on there but um i really like let the door let the door swing it's got such a good vibe to it yeah it's great again great songwriting and they weren't afraid to try stuff out which i really liked as well um but anyway Jono, over to you because i think this is a band that's uh Yeah, I mean Very influential Would you say
0: that
1: they're your favourite band ever?
0: Yes Yeah I would say so, yeah Yeah. Probably I think um, they were probably in terms of guitar-based music they're probably like the second or third band that I got into Mm. Um, Obviously, I think you know I I knew of Oasis and Blur um, and obviously then I got the Nirvana album Nevermind which was Mm. which was big and then I hadn't heard of silver chair um and i think 99 they released neon ballroom mm. um and i don't think i actually heard anything off off of it but mm. I, my friends were were, were familiar of, with silver chair obviously because they kind of grew, grew up with silver being at the forefront of australian mm. rock music and so forth so um i went to, to buy it and it was one of those digipacks the albums you know it was mm. it wasn't like a, a plastic cd it was it was cardboard and it opened up and the artwork was awesome I just mm-hmm. loved I loved that whole vibe of what you know what they did with Neon Boreham and then they had um, the, kind of the the accompany sort of um, a documentary yeah. which was really cool because I hadn't known much about Silverchair before then and then all of a sudden you've got these young sort of guys talking about how they created you know Neon Boreham and I think Emotion Sickness for me was just it's just such a beautiful song mm-hmm. and you know even from kind of like the intro it's just so dramatic um Because they got David Helgoff to play piano, who's I don't know if he's quite a famous pianist. Mm. Um, I think Jeffrey Rush actually played him in a movie. I can't remember what the movie's called now. Anyway, so yeah, that was um, a massive, massive album. Like same as Jamie, a massive album for me, and I kind of worshipped um, Daniel Johns. Did um, you? um, Did you base your image on him? Yes. Like, like, yeah, absolutely, yeah. (laughs) Even from, like, the neck chain. Oh, for goodness sake. Yeah. Mate, I was about to say, I I made a uh, a neck chain that was like... Do you know the, you know the key ring, key thobs? Yes, yes. The little... Yeah. I, I made one out of that because he had one like that. <laughs> I know, on, yeah. On a Koran cover. Yep. Um, And a beanie hat with, like, the kind of choppy long hair. Yeah, yeah. bits in it. Tight teeth. Oh, man. I mean, he, he was... Yeah. It was... That was it, it basically, was crazy, wasn't it? Wasn't you know, it? so... Painting um, the nails. Painting sometimes. the nails. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, but, you know, he it, it, it was quite... Yeah, it was a cool character because, I mean, as Jamie was saying, like, musically, he's very, very talented. Um, and if you listen to him sing and you listen to him play live and play the guitar mm. and the bits, I mean, it's it's not playing just ding, ding, ding mm. type riffs. I mm. mean, a lot, a lot of it, especially on Neon Ballroom, is quite, you know, quite complicated. I, I would say, maybe not for other people, but I would mm. say it's quite complicated and for him to be able yeah. to play that and sing so well. Because I saw them, like Jamie did, on the Neon Ballroom tour. Mm. Um, and it was just eye-opening yeah, it, it was just amazing mind. yeah i think what blew my mind the most is when he came out he had like a, like a sparkly silver jacket That's, on. yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but um I, I can't remember which song it was but as you say he was playing this i was watching his hand, i didn't know anything about mm. playing or what you know but i was mm. just watching his hands going and then him singing and thinking how are you doing both that at the same time no mm. absolutely man it's just like wow and yeah and the bass player was just like but he's a he was quite a big guy i think he's, he's still yeah. a bit of a chunk isn't yeah, he yeah he's just like yeah. bobbing his head just, just john Deere. real good stage presence um, and I think Daniel Johns is a the kind of perfect example of a real eccentric. Yes. He's become an eccentric, I suppose. He has become, become an eccentric, like, yeah. yeah. Like creative. I mean, or... I know he suffers a great deal from anxiety. and yeah. You know, some of the interviews, there was a really good interview a number of years ago now that he did with, I can't remember the guy's name. It's a little Australian guy with glasses. Um, but it was, it was, you could see, and it was a really private audience, mm. but you could see even in that circumstance how... Shy and anxious, he was to be there and sort of, you know, talk about himself and that. Which I never, is... I never could really work out whether it was genuine though. I think it was. But you mm. think so? Because yeah, I saw like earlier interviews with him, and he's very. Co- I mean, maybe because he's younger, but he's I, very, no, he's like, very I totally confident, yeah, he's that, very forward. He's very yes, like very loving it and being cocky. Yeah. And then there's that switch to him be- becoming very Michael Jackson esque in his yeah. persona. Yeah. yeah. Do you know what but I mean? Like, it was a big, yeah, big switch between spoken and Freak of, Show and you Neil Boreham right. and. Um, I mean, obviously, you can tell with like the anorexia and yeah. things like that as well. So, but um, it's, a, it's a fabulous album. I think it's an album you can listen to from start to finish. I think it's got great tracks. Mm-hmm. Um, Paint Pastel Princesses pro- I, I with Emotion Sickness is one of my favourite songs. Mm. Um, but it was really I got into Silverchair from Neil Ballroom. I didn't know anything about Frogstomp oh, or, or Freak mm-hmm. Show, so I then I went back and listened mm. to to Frog Stomp, and then I listened to Freak Show, yeah. and I I really love Freak Show again mm-hmm. for a mm-hmm. long time. That great. was yeah. that was I, I, very Helmet esque, wasn't it? was yeah. a bad track on that album. No, yeah. it's great. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's a it's um, I That's mean, Slave opinion, is great. But <laughs> yeah. You can you can definitely hear. I think on YouTube that someone has spliced up Silverchair songs with you know oh, where yeah. they've got the influences from, mm. and you know there are there are Helmet riffs that sound identical, and I think there was some um, Mad Season um yeah, yeah, yeah. Of some of you know. Obviously Nirvana and so forth, but at the end of the day, we all hmm. we all get influenced by yeah, by, yeah. by yeah. They were, like said, our they
2: predecessors. Were, they were still young. I mean, you're what ninety five. There was say 16, 2000. What mm. they're only going to be in their twenties. Well, they were for New were And so, Neil
0: so, Borum doesn't have, I guess, those knockoff riffs from no. from other but, bands. But, but that's what I mean
2: that the, the the progression they made from sixteen to twenty in their songwriting and how they and how expansive it became. Mm. I always. I always likened, like, Frog Stomp to, like, Nirvana. Like, um, The Freak Show, for me, was more sort of... To me, I always thought of was Soundgarden. And then, um, uh, what's it called? Um, Neon Boreham always reminded me of Smashing pumpkin that had that special Pumpkins yeah. vibe mm. to it because it just went really expansive. Yeah. And they went, like, down down a completely different route. And I like that. And yeah, absolutely. If, yeah. I mean, you know, that's four or five years. That's incredible Yeah, to put that as, as an output. Mm. Um, yeah anyway but yeah. I, what I are they doing
0: now it? then I mean I don't know isn't he doing his he, doing, the- he did um, something called Dreams which was with one of the guys from another Australian band who escapes me now um, again that's quite kind of eccentric mm. kind of pop rock mm. not not even rock it's kind of pop and then he did kind of some sort of guest vocals and some hip hop track oh, and yeah. stuff and <laughs> I mean I, I get and he's actually doing stuff at the moment um, I think he's recording new albums and so forth but I mean, I think everyone, like, you know, it sounds awful to say this because at the end of the day you want people to be happy and mm. if he's happy doing what he's doing, then that's all that matters at yeah. the end of the day. Um, but obviously you kind of miss, you know, for someone like who, you know, Daniel Johns was like, that is what being in a band's about. Yeah. You know, in the sense of, you know, kind of visuals and the music that he in he, he the band made. But um, I think we all kind of wish that they would release another yeah. big, big rock album. I mean, Diorama... When it first came out, I was really cr- incredibly disappointed about it. I think also it came out what 2003, maybe. Mm-hmm. So my musical tastes have changed by then, anyway. But um, it's 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 not bad album. I mean, we've listened mm. to it in the car yeah, a few yeah. times, and there's some good tracks on. on it there. seems like like do you know like the, the old uh, Kurt Cobain kind of phrase is better to burn out than fade away. Yeah, I just think they faded away. Mm. They did because I mean, sadly, and it's like well, you you want you wonder. I don't know. Did they just lose interest for the kind of the last of I think of he harassed, did. I think that was his like, big thing. Do you know what I mean? Because mm-hmm. like the other guys, I mean, because Ben um, Gillis used to write a lot of the music with mm. Daniel Johns for the first two albums and then it seemed like Daniel took over everything for Neon Ballroom and then the same for Dioram and then I think, is it Young Modern? Which mm-hmm. mm-hmm. yeah, is the last yeah. one. Yeah. I mean, even kind of, if you look at, like he was playing a, a, a Telecaster, which, you know, rather than, you know, like a, PRS custom mm. 24 the mm. Gibson Paul custom which is mm. a for a heavy rock guitar he was playing and they kind of it was more indie and yeah yeah they felt I mean they fell out from the documentaries that I've seen it comes across as a bit of a knob in some of them they had like a separate tour bus and on one didn't they yeah he's <laughs> like oh, Daniel's got and it, where's daniel always in the guitar they, they spoke about him like they weren't even friends with him anymore it was more of a, like a chore yeah I think he became quite distant didn't he mm. from from the band and uh, again maybe that was I don't know who knows but I think everyone who's a proper Silverchair fan would say that they they probably disappointed with the with the latter stuff, and it's not Silverchair yeah. because like Young Modern doesn't sound like Silverchair no. at all. Mm. Even
2: his voice has changed dynamically and wow. yeah. tonally and everything. I, I wonder if that's down to the we, we sort of said about it. I wonder if that's down to his you know his struggles with his anorexia and his his weight and his because walking in straight lines about him learning to walk again. Mm. Wasn't he like he couldn't walk or something at one point? Yeah, cause that's he was yeah. so, I mean, so got, ill. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Um, uh, yeah, he's just—you wonder how how much toll whatever he was going through took on his voice and his him, his, him as a health as a person. Oh no, totally. Yeah, because he's like a different. It is a different voice going from yes. Frog Stomp. Freak Show is kind of a bit more of a development, but then to um, Neon Borum he's he picks up the pace and then yeah, it kind of falls off. And you think,
0: oh, I think oh. I think Neon Borum is their pinnacle yeah. album and really, yeah, big is, time. you know, maybe he should have then gone and done solo stuff. So what could have been though, you know, because they were they were big, but they weren't huge. No, but I think they probably had the capability of being globally <laughs> massive. Yeah. I, got, I got
1: Freak Show in Epsom Records. Yeah, back in the day, and then I had the Diorama Live album DVD. Okay, cool. Like yeah, multi-multi coloured. Yeah, tr- like double album thing. Yeah, like, DVD and whatever. Oh so yeah, I used to watch that quite religiously when. I, because I always liked Freak Show,
0: that's a good tour and as well. The Diorama, I they did saw play that on HMV. Yeah.
1: you know, they you know, you look for the name of mm. the band, and then they've only got a couple of their albums. Yeah. You're like, oh, I didn't have the one I wanted. Yeah, so I just brought it, and uh, I almost force fed myself in just watching it. Yeah, mm. uh, mate, so good live. Oh, absolutely, yeah, amazing oh, man, live, man. I was really yeah. like impressed.
0: Um, yeah, no, Ooh. brilliant bands. Um, and he went out of Natalie and Brulia, and he did. Yeah, oh, he did beautiful She's woman, still so good looking, <laughs> <It's> beautiful, lovely <laughs> lady. lady.
2: Any other any other bands
0: that you listen to within uh, that? I don't know. I mean, I, I've got a lot of kind of Australian bands that I I
2: listen to, which probably the, no one has heard of. Well, but, actually, but but did they did they go down the that grunge route? Yeah. So they?
0: there was a band called Grinspoon. I used to listen to a lot. Um, I'm not sure. What they, was it called? Sorry, Grinspoon.
2: Grinspoon. Grinspoon.
0: Yeah, Grinspoon. Okay. Um, and they were very much uh, post grunge to an extent. Um, again, quite helmet esque, I guess, mm. with their riffing. So a lot of it was like down tuned and mm. ding 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 ding. Mm. Actually, that was one of the songs. But um, <laughs> like, yeah, ding <laughs> um, But yeah, they're they're a cool band. Um, and they released an album called The Better Guy to Live In. Um, mm. um, so if anyone wants to check out some old Australian bands, go and check that out. It's, it's cool. Okay, it's um. Nice, Green Goblin, Green Spoon, Green Spoon, Green Spoon, <laughs> Green Spoon. Yeah, as in grin. Hey, yes. Yeah. I mean that was that was a big album, uh, I yeah. think, for a lot of people. And I want to talk about Bush, but I think Just is going to talk about yeah. it, so I'm going to chip in on Just. Is it's almost <laughs> like
1: we have taken each other's. No, I that's took Three nice. Fires which you
2: were going to talk about you yeah. took Silverchair yeah. which, which it's know, worked actually worked much. out quite nicely this episode As we yeah. haven't yeah. gone up yeah. on too much to have we actually, so, so yeah, yeah peace out okay no, that's cool Thank Yeah, you. let's go well, to Justin I'm just cool. jumping whenever but um, yeah, the, the whole post-grunge thing for me was like yeah, des- desperately trying to chase what I'd, what I'd never experienced and we talked about this in the grunge yeah. thing Is like a whole grunge explosion I never experienced because it was all too late I came to the party yeah, and then you guys obviously I'm a bit older than you but you know you we all came a bit late so when I first Beg your heard- pardon. <laughs> dirty boy, it's never a, good, never a bad thing. <laughs> yeah, silly, silly boy. Oh, fuck's sake! Right. Uh, anyway, he came to the party too late. Yeah, came came okay. came too late. <laughs> Where was I going? I don't uh, know. Uh, a, you, you want to you want to experience? Um- yes. So when I first had s- frog, I don't know. I don't know how I got into but frog stomp, I remember buying. Near when it when it was released, um, and it was like this, you know, was was kind of just blown away again by the fact that they were young, and I was like, I can play that on guitar. I worked out, Shade, which I fucking love still. Oh yeah, um, oh. yeah. So um, and I just, I just, I just again, I it's just like the simplicity of the songs, but they're just really good songs. Um, and then yeah, you've talked about Freak Show and Neon Ballroom and you know that as I said seeing it live was was fantastic, and that he was. I remember, <laughs> I remember he got a load of grief from like this. Not being <laughs> disparaging, <it. laughs> be careful what I say. But it got a load of grief from this really like muscly, twat South African bodybuilder guy. He was right at the front of the stage and he, he was hassling Daniel Jones all, all night. And I remember it, he stopped the show, he stopped a song and was like, What he was like, What the fuck's your problem? And the guy was like shouting at him yeah. for no reason. The whole crowd turned on him and he got he got booted out and oh, ejected. Really? And I think like everyone kind of had because Daniel Johns was quite effeminate, you know, and that's not, that's not a bad thing, but he was quite a sensitive soul. He came across Mm. quite sensitive. I I think people kind of, kind of uh were attracted we were well i was attracted to that as in not i fancied him but it, it was it was, it was <laughs> no, no, I, f- I fancied no, a good looking me. man no, but, yeah no no but he was bike. good looking but he's but he was like i said before in the punk stuff and the, he didn't he didn't fit a mold and he just he just was he appeared different he was like me i was a quite i was quite quiet when i was younger i was quite kind of shy and he seemed quite retiring and shy on stage hmm but um, people—I don't know—people kind of were drawn to that because he had a kind of charisma about him. Yeah. Um, and yeah, this idiot was obviously Was with that
0: show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah,
2: yeah. I, mean, I, I do remember that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So obviously, wanted to hear fucking Pantera or something. You know, but why would you go to a Silverchair show? To In see fact, that? Yeah. I think
0: people. You're right. I think everyone me- ganged up. I think on members him. of the audience yeah. actually just basically carried him out i yeah. think there's one there was another massive guy there yeah, yeah. who was there to see Silverchair, and he had like silver chair like he was really into them but it was huge
2: and i think he literally basically just took him out bear hugged yeah. him yeah and just like chucked him off yeah, there's yeah.
0: no place for those cunts in no fucking no
2: but, um so yeah so and and how he dealt with it he, he kind of he, he could have like started swearing at them but he was like oh I, why, why he could, I, I remember him just saying but why are you here go home go home mate yeah, <laughs> go, yeah go home just yeah. go home and and then everyone yeah. just uh, yeah and, and so yeah but it was it, I just thought that you know twat or whatever that guy was anyway um and the other band i really got into was bush um but like bush anyone i love yeah. bush okay i don't um, know a lot about from them i got into bush for you oh, yeah so. okay so, so <laughs> that's that sounded a bit weird <laughs>
0: What you so, say? Uh, so late Look, on that. There's joke. no need
2: to repeat it, is there? So, no, no, So late We'll hear it joke. later. Yeah. Um <laughs> S- John is really into it. <laughs> I love Bush. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But um second time. But oh. uh yeah, I, I remember hearing Razorblade Suitcase First. That was the first album I bought by Bush, and then I went back to Sixteen Stone. I prefer Sixteen Stone to Razor Blade Suitcase personally. Um Razorblade Suitcase um produced or engineered by Steve, Steve Albini, which I didn't know. Until recently, which is quite interesting. And then it was obviously mixed by someone else. So they did the same Nirvana trick. Steve Albini took like a flat fee and then oh, someone man. else remixed it and then yeah. swallowed was massive. It was huge. That was it on TV, that was on Kerrang. Um I found yeah, I, I found six I prefer sixteen ten because of the maybe the intensity of what they were playing. That came out in like ninety four. Um, sixteen ten. This was I think when was it? Ninety six. Got it written down. Justin's got notes. Very good. Very good. Um uh yeah. And I, I, I kind of, I preferred Silverchair to Bush. My, my friends were well really into Bush because they were British. They were a British band. They sounded American though, but they were kind of, they were more famous in America than they were in Britain. Hmm. I Crazy, remember them. Isn't it? They I played imagine. like um, a venue called The King's Head and I was obsessively like sent demo tapes to them until we played a gig at The King's yeah, Head because I knew they played there. And hmm. and that was like a year before Razorblade Suitcase came out and I was like, oh, fuck it. If they can do it, let's do it. We can do it. And we did, um, which was insane. This is like a, probably 150 capacity venue Wow! and that was after 16 standard come out and mm-hmm. they were like I, 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 you saw them in america and they were like you know playing huge sort of venues and over here they were kind of doing bricks i said british and academy and for me i remember i think i saw them about four or five times british academy the forum shepherd's bush empire shepherd's bush empire was quite good because they were supported by muse oh wow soul, Hacks. Oh, soul right. Hacks. oh yeah yeah so um it's yours um, but so they played these really <laughs> random shows that were quite small. And I remember seeing, um, a band called Three Colors Red. Anyone remember them? Yeah. Um, they supported Bush on, on both the tours I saw him on and they were really good. They're quite punky. But, um, and he runs th- Camden Rocks. He does. Chris McCormack. Oh, um, yeah. All right. He's the thing that I was gonna, I was right. The, the thing that I always didn't really get along with though, mm. whereas Daniel Johns as a 16 year old, and we said as a 16 year old lyricist, you can look at the lyrics and go, okay, sixteen year old writing that fair point. This is a man writing stuff, and half of Bush's lyrics do not make any fucking sense. Everything's zen. I don't yeah. believe that Elvis is dead. And there's no, only, no was it, um there's no sex in your violence. You know, there's just, it was better saying
0: there's no violence in your sex. Yeah, yeah.
2: There's, there doesn't <laughs> make sense. The, <laughs> but the track on, um, the track on Razor Blade Suitcase that gets me every time is, and I, I again, I listened to this the other day. It's Greedy Fly and it's got like, um, just horrible rhyming couplets that don't make any sense. And I, again, I was he doing it just to be perverse. Like, like Coco well, like Bane. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah. But there's, um, <laughs> I, around, I wrote, I listened to it and I wrote it down. And I was like, this is just, this is quite apt for his, like, it defines Bush, and it, it, the lyric is "We are servants of our, of our formulaic ways." I'm like, well "Yeah, you are, because you're formulaic, <laughs> <laughs> and you're a servant." And then the next line is, "I'm screaming daisies from 14 miles away." What the fuck? I mean, there's, there's no sense in that. Yeah.
0: Well, why 14 a,
2: miles? That's one thing why I not one mile with.
0: Bush or was 10 miles away lyrics, like like a machine head. A bit, better but, than the better rest. Better than the rest. Yeah,
2: but but green to red. <laughs> <laughs> <head>. <laughs> but like there's I mean there's you know, you think oh and that's the thing that's the one thing that kind of didn't I didn't go mad on them because I thought I loved Glycerine, I could play mm-hmm. that yeah, on guitar. Say, it's beautiful. Um and he, I think I prefer him when he's doing his straight no chaser, bone driven off the album, which is quite just him and his you know, his his guitar singing like quite sort of um I suppose they're they are pop kind of yeah. um what's the word? Um slow songs. Mm. Um. Yeah. So, kind of, they were, they, they were there and thereabouts for me, but I'd never really got into them. But I always found them a bit kind of again formulaic. It became a bit like, oh, come on. Yeah. But then the sides of things came out, and they tried something different. They did some electronic stuff with a bit of that, and I prefer that album. You list that album now it actually sounds alright. Yeah. This album mm-hmm. this is not that great. Um. And I remember watching Foo Fighters coming back to Ben. Uh, Dave Grohl hated Bush, and he yes. wore a Bush t-shirt really? t- with the word Bush, and the S for the Bush was a dollar sign because he thought all you're doing is cashing in on something that I kind of created and that had substance, and you're just making it, you know, to to make money. And there was oh, a big, shit. huge falling out with, yeah. with them about it. it and there was a I, lawsuit as well. There was, yeah. And there was there was loads of there was loads of issues, and that kind of always stopped me getting into because I was always quite. I was tied to Foo Fighters and I was tied to Yavana yeah. and all that thing. And yeah. I thought, he's got a point. When you look at it and you listen to it, and I still listen to it now, and I'm like, mm. Mm. It's, a, it's a bit, I don't know. It, it seems really lethargic to me, a lot of the Razor Blade Suitcase. I mean, listen to it. Yeah. <laughs> Please do. <laughs> but no, I don't, I, uh, I prefer 16 Cent, but Razor Blade Suitcase just seemed a bit like, whereas like the intensity of like Frog Stomp or, or even Neon Ballroom, the, the, you know, um, Spawn Again, whatever it's called, yeah. uh, the, whatever that track is. Got a, mm. There's some intensity there and in emotion, mm. whereas I struggle with Gavin Rossdale's intensity and emotion because I don't think there is any. I find it a bit like one-dimensional, and that's mm. why I think they're similar to Creed and Nickelback <laughs> in that way.
0: Yeah, mm. I, I mean, uh, it's it's a difficult one because I've got a lot of good memories of listening to, mm. I mean, Razorblade Suitcase I'm not familiar with at all. Mm. I, I know the song Swallow, and I like the melody for that. yeah, yeah. But Sixteen Stone, I, I used to listen to quite a yeah. lot. And I, I guess, you know, we keep talking about nostalgia. Maybe it is that aspect that kind of keeps me liking mm, yeah. a band like Bush. But I, I, I would say Science of Things has got some good songs. Yeah, no. that. Letting the Cable Sleep is a That's really great, nice yeah. song. Yeah. And we were talking earlier about their new album that they're
2: sort of bringing out. Yeah, the, it's it's, yeah exactly. They're supposed to be changing direction or changing up stuff. But as I don't know. I just found it a bit. I was into it, but I was just a bit like it's chasing something that I didn't really... Yeah kind of have anything any purpose bar Silverchair I was stuck with Silverchair didn't he um, and then I went off and started listening to other stuff because yeah. I thought this is kind of a bit boring now
0: didn't Gavin Rosdell <laughs> go on Go on The Voice am I yeah. getting that yeah. Yeah. I was, that's, that's where you kind of get what Dave Grohl was saying yes do you know what I mean it's yeah. like you can't really argue with what Dave Grohl has said there because no you can't he's Gavin Rosdale's obviously done the the Bush stuff and then he's then appeared on The Voice it's a bit disappointing, <laughs> really, Which isn't is, it? I think it is, yeah. I mean, you wouldn't get Dave Grohl on The Voice. Because mm. no. he... then you're talking about integrity, and, mm. and it is about money, I suppose. Was
1: he the guy with Gwen Stefani? Yes.
0: Yeah. 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 Mm. yeah. Who no yeah. one knew who he was. Yeah. Like, as in, like, we yeah. know who he was, but yeah. Yeah. no one else what what is had to explain single single to Faye's parents. Swallowed, swallowed was off.
2: Because like, I think I know, that I do know all that one. Heavy about everything I love. Yeah. yeah, I like the, the sound of his voice, as in how he sings, as in the sound of it. What's it called? Timbre, is it yeah, right?
0: t-tombra, t-tombra, whatever t-tombra,
2: it's called. The timbre? S- sounds nice, yes, it's got sure. the right gruffness yeah. to it, it's got a nice okay. husk to it, yeah, but for one of the words. Yeah, no, no, it's, no <laughs> it's, 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 just, yeah. it's, I don't know, but what he's singing about, it's I haven't got a, fucking it's got
0: a, it's got like a unique voice you need for a front yeah. man, yeah. Yeah, yeah, as in like yeah. you know who is who it is yeah. when they sing it, yeah, like um, the guy from Creed. Yeah, yeah well, I guess so. so it? Um, but also, it, it does it, it does help that he's quite a handsome chap as well. Yeah, and you know he was quite as, as a front man. He's the, the type of person you you play guitar and.
2: Hmm. I mean, I saw the, the show, the live shows. they were when yeah. it used to go, it used to go off, but he, the people used to go nuts to it. Yeah.
0: Um, How old was the um, other guitarist? Because he
2: always looked about 50. God, I, yeah. Neil. I mean, they were going, the, the, the kind of the tragic thing for them, the ironic thing for them is they were going early 90s, like plugging away playing and they never got noticed until nine, like, they got signed and then Kurt Cobain died and then people were like looking, scrambling around and they found, yeah, them, and they found themselves on a, I think they were signed to something to do with Disney like a label that was assigned with Disney so they they were on a big label
0: is that why they'll be in the States you think Yeah, because they were looking for the next Nirvana I think
2: so and I think that's the big thing about this whole post grunge thing is that it's actually it was was, bar a couple of bands it was fucking shit if you look back on it bar Silverchair no, maybe I, I, Foo, I Foo actually, Fighters. Yeah. I haven't Googled mm. post grunge, but what what, I did, what, yeah.
0: what what kind of stuff comes up? Really the to see. Foo's comes up, and yeah. Silverchair's yeah, on the Bush up is right, definitely yeah. on there. But yeah. I
2: just there are good tracks, but the 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 longevity of those bands, I just think a bit. You ready? Here yeah, come then. What's, what's so? Here we Google, go. Got something.
1: Nickelback, Puddle of Mud, Creed, Bush, Foo Fighters, Sither. Or seether, seether. seether. sorry seether. yeah. yeah, yeah. South Stained, three doors down, candle box, audio slave, three days grace, mm. shine down, yep. silver chair, breaking Benjamin, collective soul, Al- alter bridge, uh, matchbox twenty, Pearl Jam, fuel, fuel. How fuel. How come Pearl oh fuck! We need to talk
0: about fuel because you guys don't know what who fuel fuel are. Like. heard the fuel? Yeah. yeah, oh, I have yeah. Sorry,
2: see, see, I, I. After this, there is more. But sorry, sorry, sorry to interrupt yeah. you. That's but
0: right. I massively got into Fuel. Yeah. I should have. T- I should have really spoken about that. Oh, go, well,
1: on, go on then. you on. You got two minutes to go. Well, two minutes. <laughs> two minutes. <laughs> <laughs> I think a I think
0: Fuel. One of those other bands. Like, they had quite a. Their, their lead singer was kind of like you know. He looked like a lead singer, I guess, and mm-hmm. their guitarist was a bald chap <laughs> with a really dodgy goatee. <laughs> Um, who wear sort of, you know, bell-bottom trousers mm. and things like that. But um, they were definitely kind of part of that kind of post-grunge, all mm. that grunge revivals kind of scene. And um, they had a song called Shimmer. Yeah.
2: Yeah. yeah.
0: She calls me from the cold. Yeah, yeah. Just when I was long. <laughs> I'm just singing to everyone and looking them in the eyes and then no one, I, no just, one looking honest, back I don't at know, me. I've never um, heard um, of them. Um, it's it's a really it. good song. I think it's a good song. Mm. Yeah.
2: I think with a lot of it, it's just I got a bit bored by the fact that they, all they were doing is cop- bar the yeah, silver chair thing. Yeah. It, was, it was just like a copy paste of what had been before. Of course it was, yeah. And it was yeah. like watered down. The intent had mis- was missing and there was just like, there was no substance to a lot of it. But well, is, that,
0: is that the band's fault or is it the, the sign of the times? Because I mean, as a band, you, 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 you create a band because
2: you want to maybe sound like your idols in a sense. Yeah, but I think at the time the industry was signing up anyone I mean, all four, four of them I'll probably, if I was in the same position, I'd be like, if you write grunge, you'll be signed, fucking, okay, let's mm. do it. And that, I suppose that's how, again, you look at the silver chairs, um progression, like we just, I said earlier, from like classic kind of Nirvana grunge into like what became Neon Ballroom. If someone yeah. gave you opportunity to do that, what, mm. I get why, but it's the bands that be- were consistent. <laughs> that's a Ben's first comment mm. that didn't, that consistently put out the yeah. same thing, mm-hmm. yeah. Because I thought mm-hmm. this will sell, it yeah. just became I don't know, it just it just lost what the, ideas, the ideals of grunge were about. How the authenticity, close, how close, we uh, yeah,
0: actually it, mentioned yeah. it. How close were Nickelback to that kind of post grunge Because like Silver they, chair were pretty close, Nickelback
1: were f- formed in '95, yeah, but they didn't make it until when 2001 pretty much. Well, well, there you go, yeah, yeah, that's when yeah, so, that's when that,
0: yeah. it done drinking out of the bottle, where's whatever the song's called, uh, Anti yeah, yeah, that's the yeah. one. I remember that beam, a band. <laughs>
1: another post-grunge band? I don't think they are. It says "Drowning Pool." They're new metal. Nah. They're new
0: metal. Yeah. I think this. That, that. Yeah, that's that's got a bit confused, hasn't yeah, it? Because I think I think they have just <laughs> yeah. seen post-grunge as anything after anything the grunge after era. Yeah. It says Pearl Jam, yeah. but Pearl Jam were, we're part of the grunge. But you know, Same. it's strange because grunge bands that were in in that kind of yeah. era were still releasing. Yeah, yeah at, so. like Soundgarden was still. Putting yeah. stuff out, Pill yeah, Jam was. Yeah, so yeah. I mean, it's it's quite interesting as post grunge, but then. Four Fathers is still original, yeah. Yeah. and
2: they all they all went down different routes massively. Like, yeah, that yeah, to maybe just to experiment. Um, mm-hmm. But I remember getting into after that. That's some horrible stuff like Matchbox Twenty, and Gin something. Blossoms. Remember mm-hmm. <laughs> <I don't laughs> yeah. was that Gin Blossoms? Oh. Yeah. yeah. Nah. Anywhere you go, I'll follow. Oh yeah, you down. kind down. of sounds like sounds proper of
0: Americana. Kind of a Friends soundtrack.
2: Yeah, do you guys
0: remember a band called Tonic? No. But the the
2: band the band <laughs> <I'm> sorry, <laughs> the mate. band that I got to around that time as well that kind of again sort of sent me off on a different path was um, Counting Crows. I don't know if oh yeah, uh, yeah, August yeah. and everything after, and that, that, oh, that album. I remember again someone playing it to me, and it was completely different. And I was like, what, "What's this?" And I kind of got into it, and the storytelling behind that album's amazing. It's, it's one like, of my favourite. Yeah. I
0: think f- f- again, an album that I'd listen to if I'm on a long train journey or if I'm going somewhere is is that album. And round here, mm. just hearing that track and his lyrics and the intent behind what he's singing it's just Mm. fantastic it's just fantastic i remember seeing them we saw them at Flood festival didn't Mm. we it was like we were there to see bob dylan i think or or billy Bragg or someone and then they came on and i thought what a fucking great front man Mm. and what a great set of songs and they're not what i'd usually listen to i don't think Mm. but when i saw it's funny how how a live experience changes your opinion on yeah, yeah. a band because I, I always get Counting Crows mixed up with the Black Crows yeah I mean they're, they're they're stupid. Yeah. Cause it's stupid Counting Big Crows yeah I mean you, you'd know their songs on that album yeah. definitely they did that um, uh, the, is it Mrs Jones it's got quite an interesting yeah, yeah, yeah. voice Mr Jones I was about to say, that, Mr Jones Mr, Mr. 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 Mr.
2: Jones Mr. what's James? that Mr Jones yeah. film with mm. yeah Mr Jones. Yeah, yeah. Cameron Crow yeah. film
0: it's and singles yeah singles yeah. I'm sure I don't know if you've ever listened to that the, no, the soundtrack for singles, but it's it's got a lot of that yeah. sort of you know yeah. I've Americana style. Yeah, you have got it. Yeah, got got it.
2: Got it. <laughs> yeah <sure. laughs> but but Everclear, Evercle- yeah, they're on Evercle- the clear. list. They're, That's the one, yeah. Yeah, they're right. on the that list. Yeah, so I was right. going to mention yeah. Everclear or another one. I remember getting again Romeo and Juliet soundtrack was in your yep. case. yeah. I remember getting to them S- Sparkle and Fade, and then also I've got um oh, I've got it at home. I can't remember what it is, but it's the it's the track with um. Oh, oh, what's that album called? No, it's got Susie something, Susie, is, uh, amphetamine, Susie or something. Oh yeah, it's yeah. Really like Rocky. I like. I used to like that, oh, yeah. but then I remember getting around that time. I remember getting REM Monster as well. Oh yeah, talking, of course. It's called REM yeah. because REM were, and, and they, they, they they that that album was like all fuzzy and kind of like slow and grungy and people were like name checking them and I got into REM and then Counting Crows and I went back and looked at REM and got into fucking Night Swimming and almost, also mm. over the people oh, and Night Swimming and out of time and, and that kind of got me into this weird Americana I don't know it's not really country rock but it's kind of that I, I fell into that for a bit yeah. because I was like I wanted something different that's the so album like, so, much the after, yeah. so, like, so much for the so much for right the great album so
0: much for the so much what's yeah. the one before what's the one with that was on. Sparkle and Fade that was, 19, oh. that was
2: 1997 Sparkle and Fade was about um, 95 because I remember getting into all these uh, yeah this is good this, this, this is getting into yeah, Sparkle, great, Sparkle and Fade really, 95 yeah that's a good album and then it was <laughs> oh, so the Afterglow
0: 97 has so got Father of Mine on yeah yeah, Father, Father of Mine so good and they released they were releasing albums up until 2015 oh. right. yeah 2015 yeah
2: anyway well, there you go Everclear, so Everclear. But, but that kind of yeah I suppose, I suppose Bush and – I like Silverchair, but Bush were a single-handedly – that allows me to change my musical direction into, like, different stuff. Yeah. Brilliant. Into stuff like that. I love it. Oh,
0: that's really nice. That was a really nice episode. That was a beautiful
2: Thanks. episode, wasn't it?
0: Yeah. It kind of, so, we summed, summed up, really, our passions. Yeah. Daniel, Daniel Johns. <laughs> Daniel Johns is definitely a passion of ours. <laughs> but it's oh. interesting, because that was a live. <laughs> so, the first live show I so, saw. What was the first live show? It was – Neil was the yeah, first same, same as me. I was I was fifth hooked. Remember my dad dropped us off at the entertainment center with I had a couple of other mates and I thought we were real badass because we went into school like a little bit later because we <laughs> we had organized it with the teachers and we were kind of all uh, sort of rocked yeah. up a bit later because we'd been to a like a show. And it was it's like, really, How was it? Was it good? It's like it's really interesting because obviously me and John I grew up together early years. John, I went to Australia. I don't know if you know any, anything about John, but he went to Australia. <laughs> um, <laughs> just in case people don't know. <laughs> yeah. um, but it's weird that our first ever rock show yeah, was, it was, it was the, the same, same one, same, same tour, tour. Yeah. Yeah. Isn't that strange? Because be. I remember you you wrote me a letter.
2: Oh, that's so nice. Yeah. And
0: house. you you'd you'd said yeah you, you'd said. Said, he
2: said that you been, been to uh, i've been kicking it. a ball for an hour and 20 minutes yeah. in the warehouse
0: how weird is that wrote you a letter i know That's like nice. and that you also sent because the bassacks came over to see it to me in australia and you sent them a silver chair frog, frog t-shirt, t-shirt oh, yeah ah, nice. which i still got yeah but do you know what, what John know what that I was actually you? mine no it was mine as John in like I used to wear that. <laughs> <laughs> I used to wear I it to t- I, I thought I'd give it to Jono because he likes Silchia. I bought that in Camden Market.
1: Yeah. Great. Well, uh, just quickly about Daniel Johns. There was a really funny interview. I remember you showed me, John. With the sunglasses. Yeah. yeah. He, <laughs> he <made little> sunglasses <laughs> you meant all sunglasses on. Say that. And the interview was like, so what do you make And, and he kept Wonka, changing them, didn't he? Goes, he yeah. it's, it's all about love, man. He yeah. goes off his head on something, but it's so funny. on YouTube
2: to What was your first show? My first ever week. show
1: was uh, some 41. Oh, right. where was uh, that? That was Wembley. Okay, was uh, but lit? the first band I saw, yeah, mm-hmm. that was that. Um, no, it was the album after that, anyway. But the first, bet ba- the sport band who actually I was more excited to see was American Hi Fi, oh, uh, yeah. that flavor of the week song at the mm. time, which is quite a big hit. So, yeah, that was my first gig. Oh,
2: okay. cool, cool. First, What was what's <laughs>
0: gonna age me. Oh, oh, actually, they? I don't think it's that bad. Uh, Reef. I was gonna say really? yeah. well, well, rain, 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 rain. well before that Replenish.
2: Uh, Replenish Replenish is the first album and it was the the track Naked oh and it was used on the advert for a Sony mini disc oh was it really yeah oh, I mean, I, they, I,
0: they were great they're still going really, I, I, I went to, oh, yeah. I went to, to, went to see them
2: at yeah Astoria, and that was like first time I'd crowd surfed similar to Jamie I was like it was nuts nice. Yeah. I was just like, they, they were, I, I, again, they were British and they were just like doing something completely different to what was around at the time, which mm. was Oasis. Where were yeah. they, where are they was from? Like, was it like Cornwall or Devon yeah. or somewhere? Yeah. They had a
0: real surf vibe to yeah, them. They did, didn't they? Yeah. yeah. They, they looked be,
2: cool. Yeah, they played yeah. really cool riffs. Yeah. Choose to Live was one of my favorite
0: Actually songs. I saw, um, I saw a thing on it because I follow Reef on Instagram just because, yeah, just, <laughs> just for, for nostalgia purposes. Yeah. And uh, it was this, I don't know what the singer's name is though. What's his name? I don't know. Uh, cool guy. <laughs> anyway, he was there. It was like saying it's like the 25th anniversary of. The album and stuff, and he like spoke about them recording it, and they mm. recorded it like on like a studio in the in the woods or somewhere like that. I don't know what mm. it was. Um, I think it's studio still going. He's like, I just sat back with a cup of tea and just realised I've written like a really cool album. But he was like really humble about it. Oh, nice! Yeah. And then it, like I think that their track got on TG, TFI Friday, didn't it? Yeah, place your hands. Yeah. Place your hands. Yeah. yeah, and that was like the yeah. But yeah, what a cool little story that they had. It's your letters
2: yeah. I don't know when. Did and then Ron, Ronnie from?
0: Wood's son is. Uh, the guitarist, James, yeah. James Wood, he's married to Fern Cotton. Is he? Yeah. Cool. I was about to say Fern Britain but that's completely wrong. Fern, she's like <laughs> an old lady. <laughs> Fern Cotton. Ninety-six. Ninety-six. Thank yeah. you very much. There you
2: that's go. Was. Cool, man. And then I saw Oasis at Earls Court. Cool. <laughs> I, you know, I'm not against that. I'm not against seeing Oasis. <laughs> I know. I was just wasn't into them, so but I went. I went along with my mates. And I like, Be, would have good. been loud. It was f- very fucking loud. It was the just boring. before um Morning Glory. <laughs> yeah, before Morning Glory. Yeah.
0: Loud but boring. Loud but boring. sums up Oasis a little bit. Yep. Well, that's just an opinion. Obviously, don't please don't take offence. Slide away. It's a track. Yeah. 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 I don't know why I'm singing all every <laughs> single song you say. It's ridiculous. It's just in, in case people up. don't know. Yeah. Um, do, we, right. do we sign it off now? Because that's a. I think it's a really neat little episode. That one. What, I think so, what yeah. track
2: would you post grunge it? What would you choose? Uh, oh
0: God, that's a really difficult question.
2: I would choose either glycerine. Yep. or Everything's Zen just listen to Everything's Zen for the yep. terrible lyrics but it's a great song oh man by Bush that is by by the way well, what silver oh, chair I'm track Johnno? would you would oh, you God. well you said Pink, pink, pink Pants Pastel
0: Pink um, Pants Pink Pants pink, pink pants. yeah I mean oh it's so motion Sickness is Emotion a Emotion Sickness oh. is is brilliant and off probably I, I do one off off each of, of the three albums so On. Frog Stomp I would say probably I, I like it sounds but I really like Suicidal Dream yep um off um Freak Show I would say uh, I like Slave, I know it's the opening mm. track. And then yeah, Neon Boring Pink
2: Pink, Pink Neon Boring that's Pink the, pa- not, pa- Pastel <laughs> Princess. Pink pastel princess. Pink Stole. pastel princess. I think
0: oh man. I think for Silver Chair I think Anthem for the Year two thousand. Oh, mm. I that? just think that's a really cool track. Gah! Yeah. Gah! I just think it's yeah. a really cool track. <laughs> yeah. And it was yeah. just like it was it was obviously
2: relevant because it was like ninety nine.
0: Yeah, take our fascism away. away. It's quite brilliant, brilliant today, actually.
2: Yeah. Yeah. It is. That is very relevant. And actually that again that's kind of harks back to that punk thing, it's like come all, we're all in together. Yeah. It's just yeah. yeah. So like that's, that. That. that's one for me. Ignite. Ignite. I'm gonna go with Foo Fighters and yep. Thank uh, God. Anchored. <laughs> no, <I'm joking>.
1: uh, <laughs> it would be give me stitches.
0: Give me
1: stitches
2: now, I'll never. It's quite a good Ooh, I'll get
0: along it. In. <laughs> Anyway, I always um, like, I'll be coming home
2: next, next year. I'll be coming <laughs> home next
0: year.
2: Oh, yeah, anyway. <laughs> <laughs> right,
0: this book will be coming out next year. No, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So that was. Brilliant! We are very—we're deep into our podcast episodes, aren't we? Yeah. Uh, episode we, ten next. I'm, I'm actually quite surprised we've got this far. Yeah, Double feed. Um, from a, from a great from a great idea. Um, uh, In a born, pub is born, born to uh, what am I trying to say? Born to born to, born to, po- to do it. Born, born to, it. to, born to it. run, Great David? <laughs> <Yeah>. no. <laughs> no, <laughs> no, we've we've um, <laughs> we're, we're very appreciative of the support and positive feedback, yeah, some great reviews. Sure. Um, well, although when you look at Apple Podcasts, right? Mm. So. All I can see is like five-star reviews, but we're seeing at like 4.8. Is that a thing? Is it like, is it like Uber? Like, uh, someone's giving us four, someone's uh, given us a 4 Someone's yeah, given us good. a four-star. Maybe it's because we got some of the facts wrong. Oh, probably. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um smacks. That's pretty annoyed me, actually. So, it I bet, my dad, is like, bet my dad gave oh, us but 4 your dad gave me- yeah, yeah. Oh, cheeky, cheeky, Take bloody Aussie. <laughs> but anyway, we, we do appreciate the um, support and the encouragement to keep doing it because <laughs> what's our chart position right now? Uh, we're back in at number 65 again. Woo! And this is what they, what, 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 what depends when we're at, Ben.
2: We're July at the moment. We're in Let's July. Honest, but when this comes out, it might, be, yeah. might, then, we, might we, be higher.
0: At the end of the day, guys, we're just four <laughs> really good mates just trying to, chat. Chat. and hopefully bringing a little bit of fun and happiness into to lockdown. Well, we're not in lockdown anymore, are we? Well, but you know what I mean. Just, yeah. uh, you know, if, if you fancy a, a giggle and a laugh, it's the same thing. It's <laughs> <laughs> not, because the giggle's like... <laughs> but a laugh is like ha, ha. it's from the same family yeah it's from the same family just give us a listen and a yeah. little five star rating yeah, yeah. <laughs> and five stars I think actually I think you can see who's given ratings on some of the analytics on Charitable. Interesting. so if you do give us any less than five stars <laughs> yeah, we'll call you out oh I'm going to call you out
2: so <laughs> before we finish next episode I think we've we've got to go there I don't want to go there where are we going I don't want to go anywhere where are we going Jono we're going to go down to New Metal New
0: Metal metal.
2: (laughs) 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 because chronologically (laughs) Ben's got so excited because chronologically in in history this this is what comes next but then after that that, it's redeemed because post hardcore comes out and I'm all over that shit yeah All right. Okay. Well,
0: <laughs> New Metal isn't all that bad Because there were some great bands Within that genre. Within that That maybe like weren't Tones. actually New like Metal Tones. Yeah like Devtones. Absolutely um, Amazing uh, There so was one amazing. good band in New Metal <laughs> One new one band That's my opinion We'll yeah. come back
2: to this later Yeah,
0: be interesting <laughs> <laughs> Who survived New Metal Thing is though New Metal no, could be <laughs> I mean, I know Ben mm. Like you, I, don't, I don't want to sound horrible here <laughs> No, no, go for <laughs> it You might have not liked I know You might have liked some stuff That we might not have liked Yeah, yeah, yeah But yeah, that's new I'll new metal new itself Man. could be a really good episode because we could be really slagging off a lot of bands, <laughs> <laughs> and it could be really funny. So yeah. yeah, if you if you are listening to the end of this episode, uh, well done fans. for getting through it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, um, I, yeah. I immerse myself in new metal, so yeah. So and, next next yeah. episode is going to be fucking brilliant. Yeah, um, but for now, goodbye, goodbye, goodbye. goodbye.
3: goodbye. Thank that's you. Beautiful. Did you know, Really that? good.